Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we are in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us. Yes, video stores still exist and of course the munch 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 and the crunch 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 you hear in the background is of course the fantastic Miss Frida and the gnawing with a silent G on the jackalope antler is the Honorable Tesla. As always, guys, you're probably wondering, wait, we, besides you, the dogs don't really talk unless they're munch, 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 crunch, 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 are gnawing with the silent G on the jackalope antler. Munch, Who's munch, the other munch, person? Crunch, crunch, of course! Crunch. It's the illustrious butt maestro. How's it going, buddy? It's going good. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show on the internet where a bunch of opinionated nerds talk about the shit we love. Uh, and this week, it is a, I'm going to call it an iconic rom-com uh made by iconic rom-com writer and director Nora Ephron we're doing Sleepless in Seattle Woo! Uh, I don't know if the Cinema Gems audience is the target audience for uh 80s and 90s rom-coms but I I'm sure they've seen at least one of them and I'm sure they've at least in passing seen bits and pieces of this movie because it's hard not to like you've you've heard about this movie Everyone it's has like, heard wait. about this movie. I didn't watch it all the way through until two days ago, uh, but everyone's heard about this movie. It's fucking iconic. Uh, Admiral, why are we reviewing this movie? Because it's the 30th anniversary. Uh, no, the 30. The, uh, is it? The th- yeah, it's the 30th anniversary for this movie, um, and I didn't have You Got Mail, but I had just the DVD of Sleepless in Seattle, so I was like, eh, let's just go for it, bro. Let's just go. I, I also am just now realizing it was released on June 25th, 1993. Uh, that is... Oh, uh, we just missed it. Just missed. Yeah, right. We ju- just missed it. Uh, it was also released on, uh, well, two years before, but on uh, uh, Brother Maestro's birthday. <laughs> oh, Brother Maestro. The adopted Brother Maestro. Uh, whatever you say, Admiral. <laughs> It's your show. Well, it's, it's an inside joke between the two of us. It only matters between the two of us. Between the so, two of us and literally anyone that's ever met Brother Maestro and I. Yep, exactly. So, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. No, guys, it's not You've Got Mail. It's Sleepless in Seattle. But it was written and directed by the same person that wrote and directed You've Got Mail. So it's got a lot of those same vibes. Correct. Correct. Um... Uh, so, do you just want to get started that this is basically a remake of An Affair to Remember from 1957? Well, that I didn't know, because I've never actually seen An Affair to Remember, uh, and I think GLaDOS is going to destroy me for that. Uh, but that's okay, um, that's another date yeah. night movie we have. So, so I'm gonna message, well, oh, no, you know what, I'll message them later and be like, yo, just letting you know this happened. Right. And just like... <laughs> release, re- release the grenade and walk away. I w- I will Just say, uh, in at least in the title of an affair to remember, like the affair is in the title. You get kind of a heads up of like people are going to be kind of shitty in this movie. In this movie, I was blindsided by Meg Ryan's character pouncing on this total stranger and abandoning her fucking fiance. Uh, okay, so you're in the gate of. Why did you do this to Bill Pullman? Thank you. Yes, Why? baby Bill Pullman deserved better. And on the okay, we'll get to we'll we'll get to it. 
we'll get to it. It this movie starts off with, very tragically. Actually, I wasn't expecting that from a rom com, but I guess I should because especially Nora Ephron uh, rom coms tend to rise from some kind of tragedy. Yeah. Uh, so the very beginning, Sam Baldwin, Tom Hanks loses his wife Maggie to cancer, uh, and him and his eight year old son, Joan, son Jonah are just kind of doing their best. They move to Seattle. We get to see. Oh, if, and you know who Jonah is, right? No, you know who that kid is. Yeah, who? He is uh, uh, TJ. From uh, Recess. Oh, I knew that voice sounded familiar. Okay. Yeah. And also, he is in... Um, I think he's the main kid in... Um, oh, jeez. A Kindergarten Cop. It's not the tomb. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, side tangent real quick. Uh, there's a local thrift store uh, near the video store in Central Orlando location... And I was in there grabbing a couple of DVDs, grabbing a couple of stuff, and this gentleman in front of me who was about the petty officer's age, you know, early to mid-twenties. Okay. Um, and he, uh, he has a VHS of Kindergarten Cop, and I go, hey man, have you seen that movie yet? Kindergarten Cop? And he's like, no. Is it good? I was like, that movie's amazing. <laughs> that movie is amazing. I was like, it is just well-written like well acted and to be completely honest with you i'm on arnold schwarzenegger's side that movie was too violent because it was supposed to be a kids movie and it was like you know had a nice back and forth with this gentleman so if you're listening sir tip of the hat to you (laughs) tip of the hat to you for buying a movie that you've never seen before and just going all in on it have we reviewed it was a vhs have we reviewed kindergarten cop on cinema gems no i don't think so does it have an anniversary coming up um, I think maybe next year or the year after. Hey, Cinemaniacs, Possibly. message uh, or email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com or tweet at us, as long as Twitter's still a thing, at uh, cinemagems underscore pod. Let us know if you'd like to hear us talk about Kindergarten Cop, because I haven't seen it since, oh God, high school, maybe earlier. It's been a while. But, uh, but next week we do have another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that is an anniversary this year um, that I'm excited to review. I don't know about but Maestro, though. Uh, I'm excited I, to review I am currently movie. blanking on what that movie is. I know you've already told me. I'm currently blanking on what that is. But the ad- Last Action Hero! Oh, yeah. Last okay. Action no, we'll, Hero. We'll get there when we get there. I, I also am looking forward to that, because that's another Schwarzenegger movie I haven't seen since I was a kid. But we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about Nora Ephron and Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan and Sleepless in Seattle. AKA lots so of bad decisions. Do you want to talk about Nora Ephron first? Do you want to talk about her first? Yeah, well, she's an amazing go, person. Go through in it, general. Go through it. Yeah. So she worked briefly as a intern under John F. Kennedy. Then she uh, she talked about sexual discrimination and a lawsuit against the magazine, um, and gr- good girls revo- revolt on how women of Newsweek sued their bosses and changed the workplace. That was a 2016 uh, series that uh, she wrote, like, at the beginning. Like, yeah, she started the lawsuit. Yeah. Um, then she did a couple of other things. She also helped write, rewrote All President's Men. Oh, wow. The movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, the list on her goes on. She's directed, she's directed two... I think that she... Oh, and she helped write 
when Harry met Sally. Yep. Like, so her and Meg Ryan were basically best friends. Yep. Like, they would, they did a lot of movies together. They did everything together. They did You've Got Mail. They did Sleepless in Seattle. They worked on, uh, of course, When Harry Met Sally. She worked with Jack Nicholson in Heartburn. Yep. Like, well, I'm sorry. It was the, she wrote, she, she wrote a novel, Heartburn, and it was turned into a movie with Jack Nicholson, so she may have worked with Jack Nicholson, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And she did another film. Her directorial debut, This Is My Life, that's a good one. She did an amazing job. She, 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 she's great. She also co-wrote this, the script of Julia. Julia and Julia. Uh, yep. Yes. Um, and then, unfortunately, she did pass away in 2012. Yeah. Um, uh, we, I don't really want to get into the, like, the meat and potatoes of her death because, you know, that's, that's her family's, out of her family's respect and her respect, we don't want to talk about that right but she left a, an extended an, an extensive legacy of directing writing being a being a trailblazer for women in the 70s 80s and 90s she did an amazing job yeah um she i i said it at, at the top of the show iconic just absolutely iconic she she wrote all of the best rom-coms that people still quote to this day the I'm having what she's having uh, was improvised in her movie. Like, she's, she's fucking iconic. Uh, and this movie did a great job of sucking me into the drama, getting invested in these, to- in these people's weird lives, um, and at some points making me absolutely infuriated for the characters being fucking stupid, which I guess makes it successful writing. <laughs> So, um, Sleepless in Seattle. Alright, so as you mentioned, yeah. uh, Tom Hanks' character's wife passed, then they moved to Seattle, and At the same, son, in parallel, we start seeing Meg Ryan having just been proposed to by her now fiancé, Bill Pullman. Yes. Justice for Bill Pullman. Absolutely justice for Bill Pullman. We'll, we'll get into why I was mad for him. Uh, by the end of this movie. Um, and kind of the emotional complexities and nuances of kind of the takeaway at the end of this movie, I guess. Because it's not like simple and cut and dry like a decom or something like that. Um, we see <laughs> Tom Hanks' son calls a radio station uh, hosted by, I guess, a. In Chicago. Yeah, a, in Chicago. In Chicago. Hosted by a psychologist uh, or a grief psychologist, I guess. Um, grief counselor of some kind and he starts talking about how like his dad hasn't been happy it's been a year since his mom passed away and his dad hasn't been happy and he hasn't tried to find anything else and the doctor on the phone's like put put him on and poor Tom Hanks who's still grieving poor Sam Baldwin uh, who can't catch a fucking break uh, gets ambushed into a phone call on live radio where he just starts pouring his heart out and saying how much he loved his wife and talking about his genuine love and connection with her. And Meg Ryan, on the car ride home from having told his parent her parents that she's engaged now, is sobbing for this dude and now slowly falling in love with him. And it that, that was the first moment when I went, oh no. I thought 
that it was going to go much more tragic and have not only Tom Hanks's wife uh, die due to cancer, but I thought that setting up Bill Pullman's character, Walter, with all of these allergies and, and everything, uh, I thought he was just going to fucking die in his sleep as well. I, I really thought that's where that was this was going because of course the way destiny works in these movies you know if you fall in love with someone that's not your partner your partner mysteriously dies and frees you up to go after this person because you know destiny and weird shit oh and also uh, dr. Marcus Feinstone is uh, Carol Sidney Aaron um, and she's worked uh, with uh, she's actually done a lot for uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I don't know if you've watched uh, I have. I, I haven't finished it. I think I've watched the first uh, season. It's really fun. Yeah, but she's she appeared in she appeared in a bunch of that. That's what she's most well known for. Okay. And she's worked with Nora Ephron before, Wood, uh, and uh, Mike Nichols, and also Woody Allen. But you know, we don't talk about him. So yeah, and Meg Ryan's character uh, starts talking to her best friend at work, Whoopi Goldberg. No, not Whoopi Goldberg. Whoa, not Whoopi nope, Goldberg. I don't know where that came from. Rosie O'Donnell. Yes, thank you. Very that's what much. I get for I trying to. That that's out. what I get for trying to freehand this shit with with no actors' names in front of me. I have the IMDb page on my right. I just wasn't looking at it. <laughs> uh, already marked it down, bud. Already you don't, you don't have down. to edit it. You, the the cinemaniacs can hear me embarrass myself for the millionth time. It's fine. Starts talking to Rosie O'Donnell. She's like, oh, you know, uh, uh, all this, blah, blah, blah. And they start watching No Fair to Remember. And they start quoting the movies, uh, the movie before it happens. And she's like, it's because I've seen this movie a thousand times. And they're like, no, it's because you're in love. Um, so Meg Ryan um, wants to do a quote-unquote story on radio uh, shows. So... She decides to get all the information she can in 1993 yep. on Tom Hanks's character Sam Baldwin. Yep. Rosie O'Donnell approves. Sure, go ahead. Goes out, sees him from afar, but before before she sees him, he sees her and is literally looks like he's struck by lightning. Yep. Looks like he's just like, what? Yep. Uh, meanwhile, he starts dating uh, co-worker Victoria. Jonah does not like Victoria. Uh, and the second he, the second Jonah you hears know, about Anne, he's like, her, that's, that's my new mom, without even meeting her. You know, I'm on Jonah's side on this. I agree, too. I'm on get, get, side. Getting a new parent uh, and not having any say in that parent, I imagine, can be kind of shitty. Uh, like more often yep. than not, you probably, probably get the raw end of that deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then, uh, they talk about. Um, I think it's is it is it Tom Hanks's sister and brother-in-law that come to visit them in Seattle? Yeah, from, Victor Garber uh, and Carrie Lowell, Greg and, and Maggie. Yeah. yeah. No, sorry. So they, that's they, Maggie. That's Carrie Lowell. That's that's his dead wife. I think we're talking about Susie oh, Rita Wilson. Yeah. So that's uh, his sister and his brother-in-law, and they start talking, you know, about destiny and fate and blah, blah, this. And then they start talking about a fair to remember, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, this. And she's all like, oh, it's so beautiful. Blah, blah, and she starts crying now. And I love that Tom Hanks, just being Tom Hanks, you know the part where they ad-libbed uh, talking about the Dirty Dozen and they start crying? Yep. 
They ad-libbed that shit. Oh my god. They ad-libbed okay, it. Okay, that's pretty amazing, actually. Yep. Oh, and uh, of the three movies that Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan starred in, uh, this is the most successful. This one being Sleepless in Seattle, the next one being uh, You've Got Mail, and do you know the next one that they were in? No idea. Joe versus the Volcano. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It is an amazing movie. Okay. It is an amazing movie. And uh, it, while all this is happening, um, is agreeing with her fiance Walter to go to ne- to meet up together in New York for Valentine's Day. Um, <sighs> Jonah flies to New York while her his dad is on a date with Victoria. Um, somehow, uh, well, it's cause his girlfriend, cause Jonah's girlfriend's mom works for, um, um, the, she plants, she's a travel agent. Oh my God. So he just gets, he gets everything done, which by the way, that uh, Jonah's girlfriend is ahead of her time. Oh, absolutely. Like she, she is, she is a daughter of hippies. Let's be completely honest. She is a daughter of hippies. Like, so he gets out. Yeah. Uh, he gets he gets going, um, and then he gets to the to the to the Empire State Building, and so then Tom Hanks flies to the Empire State Building. I'm runs sorry, out there, it sounded Jonah. like you said Vampire State Building, and I just. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just imagining sure. the Empire State Building with fangs, just blah. So. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. And so then, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, and so then uh, they, they head back down, and then Patron, Patron was watching his part. They head back down. They head back down. And right before they head back down, Meg Ryan's on her way up because she looks she looks at Bill Pullman and goes, look, the person who I love might be at the Empire State Building or the Vampire State Building, whichever you prefer, um, at, like right now. And, you know... I really need to go see it. And I love how Bill Pullman's like, go ahead. And I was like, wow, Bill Pullman. Yeah, the, honestly, really love this best movie. case scenario. And Bill Pullman fucking deserved so so much better. Walter deserved so much better than someone who would get so distracted from what's right in front of them. Yep. Absolutely. After that, uh, she goes up, no one's there, and she sees a book bag. So she grabs a book bag. She's, she's going in, and then it's Tom Hanks. And Jonah, and they come out. It's like, oh, that's that, my book. That's, Wait, there's the meat cute. Are you Jonah? Wait, are you sleepless in Seattle? Wow, bang, star-crossed lovers kiss ends. Yep, that's the movie. That that's literally the movie. Uh, it is full of so many cute moments. Uh, all of Meg Ryan's character's decisions fucking infuriated me, but I calmed down a little bit when uh, Walter was weirdly cool about it. Hopefully there's hopefully there's nothing implied there of like, oh, he was also cheating on the side. Yeah. Maybe not, you know. Hopefully not. But like, um, kind of going with the nuance of human relationships like it's it's not always set it like it's not always so easy to tell hey this is the person i'm going to be with for the rest of my life when you find it you find it and it's unfucking deniable but 
I don't know, spur of the moment love, or at least interpreting something in the moment as spur of the moment love happens. Uh, but like, don't be irresponsible about it, I guess. Maybe don't yep. like hurt people with it. I don't know. I everything Anne did in this movie rubbed me really wrong. Annie, uh, sorry. Did you also kept? Did you also catch Niles? Niles from Frasier. Oh yes, I did. Yes, I did. At the uh, the dinner of the most boring people in the world. Yep, the the boring wasps. Yep. Um, do you want to talk about the song "A Wink and a Smile"? Because that's an original song that was wrote for this. Movie. I did not know that, but it was really cute. It was really, really cute. All of the music in this movie was fucking cute. Uh, music by Mark Shaman. You've heard me talk about him before. Um, he's mostly worked with Rob Reiner. Uh, it, yeah. The music in this movie well, is fucking did you, adorable. Did you catch Rob Reiner's cameo? No, I didn't. Where was he? Yeah, He was Tom Hanks' best friend. Oh, in Seattle. Okay, cool. Yeah, I did see him. Yeah. I did see him. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so you know what my planned sequel movie for this is? But they're not going to do it. But if they ever do, you know what my planned sequel is? What's that? Uh, Rob Reiner's character and Rosie O'Donnell's character ends up together. Oh God! What? What? I could see that. What? I could see it. Um, I, I hated also, it for a second, but I can see it. That's exactly how Patron felt. She's like, what? Oh my god, that's ho- You know what? It's not bad. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, um, no, also, I, I hated it at first, but I can see it. Yes, I won you over just like my friendship with you. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and also, apparently, on Tom Hanks's days off during the filming of this movie, he did his lines for Woody. Oh. For the first Toy Story. That's actually really damn cute. Okay. Yep. Yep. Cool. Yep. So, here on Cinema Gems, we have a rating system. Full gem, an amazing movie. Half gem, an alright movie. No gem, a horrible movie. But Maestro, what do you give Sleepless in Seattle, 1993? So, not gonna lie, there were parts of this movie where Meg Ryan's character was being so infuriating that I wanted to rage quit and be like, No gem, fuck this movie. No, it's it's a whole. It's at least a very shiny half gem, probably a whole gem. It's really damn cute. I agree that it, it is a whole gem, but I still love Joe versus the volcano more with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan's connection. All right, fine, Admiral, I'll watch it. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and also Jason Schwartzman. You're you're familiar with Absolutely. Who Jason Schwartzman? Is. Yes. Uh, he auditioned for the role for Jonah. Really? And got turned down. Yes. Jason Schwartzman from, uh, from, um, don't tell me. All the Wes Scott, Anderson movies? Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, all the Wes Anderson movies. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Gary Marshall, you know, best friends with George Lucas. Yes. Right? Uh, he was originally slated to direct this film. Okay. And I'm kind of glad he didn't, because I really like Nora's viewpoint and take on this. It, it's kind of a perfect rom-com. Just infuriating oh. enough to be almost realistic, but like ending with a note of of being hopeful. Yep. Uh, and also, um, this movie has three co-stars from a league of their own: Tom Hanks, Rosie O'Donnell, 
and Bill Pullman. Yep. Yeah, I, I was hoping you, hoping you would mention that. Yeah. So, uh, of course, guys, yes, uh, the week of 4th of July weekend, you might be like, oh, what are they going to review? Oh, what are they going to review? Nope. We're reviewing Sleepless in Seattle. Yep. 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 Uh, and, of course, guys, thank you for listening. And thank you to Marty and the Aragon Zerber for allowing us to be on your website, lowrainpictures.com. Also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music, sir. Like always, and guys, just remember, if you want to tell us what you want us to review, what you want to hear, what you hated most about us reviewing Sleepless in Seattle, or uh, what you look forward to with Last Action Hero for next week, let us know what you thought. We're here to review what you want us to hear. You know what I mean. Words are hard. We want to, we want to be I mean. the show that you want to listen to. So let us know what movies you want to listen to us shit talk or praise, however we feel about yeah. it. And you can do that, yeah, again, so that- at our email, cinemagems15 at gmail.com, as well as our Twitter. Again, as long as Twitter's still a thing, we'll see what the fuck Ellen, Mo- Ellen Musk does uh, with, with Twitter. Did you see what he did today? Did you see what he did today? No. You can't. Look at tweet at you can't look at tweets unless you're logged in. I mean, I I okay. <laughs> I I've always had a Twitter account that's just mainly for lurking anyway, so that didn't affect me. But that that is kind of stupid. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but yeah. you can also tweet at us at cinemagems underscore pod. Yeah. Uh, also, guys, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for being there. And also, guys, just remember to take some time for yourself to relax. Yes, and y'all are welcome for this week being a shorter episode. We felt a little bit bad talking our your ears off in the last few weeks with with uh, more than 45-minute episodes. Um, yeah, We wanted to keep it just a smidge shorter this week to give y'all a little bit of a break so you could enjoy your holiday weekend a little bit and focus on the things that matter. Uh, thank you, as always, to all of our amazing Swapper Jacks friends and family. Thank you for everything, the inspiration, the feedback. We love it. Keep it coming. Uh, take care of yourselves so you can take care of others. We love you all. Also, guys, just remember to wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always matter, guys. Always. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. See ya.